Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another evening, another episode, the Fauzi Cave of Horrors. I'm your host, Fauzi. And I'm John. Last episode, we talked about my grandpa's haunted house back in Syria. But today, we got a little story for you. We're going back all the way to the United States. John here is going to take the microphone today and tell us a new story. Yeah, we're going to we're going to move back a little bit to uh not just to the United States, but to New York. And I want to share some stories of some occurrences that I had in my old apartment back in New York and this is uh this is the home where my mother currently lives. So it wasn't really a focus. It doesn't focus too much on the actual house, but it does focus on some really weird occurrences that were happening elsewhere on the premises that I'm going to get into. So, you know, okay. before I jump into it, get cozied up, get comfortable on your Wednesday night and enjoy the story. Now, as I'm sure a lot of you have, who've been listening to us know, a lot of our previous stories the last the last two stories that we have we're talking a little bit about hauntings and houses and that's sort of been the thing but in this story it's kind of occurring outside now before i get to that i wanted to sort of give you a little bit of a recap uh, as to a situation that i've had in my life for a really long time i dream a lot i have a really strange relationship with sleep do you like mean like dreams like normal everyday dreams or like nightmarish or like bad dreams uh nightmarish and bad dreams Mm. there's a combination i one i get a lot of nightmares i get recurring nightmares I suffer from different types of sleeping problems. I used to be an insomnia for a really long time. Really? Yeah. I had a hard time sleeping for for years and it took me a long time to fix it and I now I know how to get through it, but there was a time in my life about 9, 10 years ago where I would go days without sleeping. And it, it, it almost felt like reality was falling apart, you know? Mm. So I have a lot of issues with sleep. Now, one of the issues that I also have and have had for a while is that I also suffer from something called sleep paralysis. Yeah, I, I, I don't personally have those, but I know a lot of people that do. And it's it's pretty creepy from what I've heard. People experiencing these kind of things. It's it must be tough. Yeah. The thing is, it's like you said, it's tough to deal with because it I mean, for me it was I, I've I went through periods in my life where I was getting it probably every other day for years. And I got so used to it that I knew within my own dreams that I was stuck in it. Now, for people that don't know, sleep paralysis is a a condition, some people call it lucid dreaming, where you are consciously aware that you are sleeping, but you can't wake yourself up. And in a weird way, you can almost, it's almost like your eyes are closed, but your eyeballs can see through your eyelids and you can imagine your own body 
as it sleeps. They and say that you'll get frozen, that like you can't move or, or control what you see or what you do. It, it's like different than lucid dreaming. Yeah. Being like paralyzed or like... It's a situation where you know that you can't... You, you're aware that you're asleep and you mm-hmm. want to wake up, but your limbs are frozen and you can't... You can't get out of it and you can't snap out of it. So you start to feel like your bones and your nerves. like It's almost like your spine is trying to whiplash to wake up, but your body won't move. And there's a feeling of suffocation. So you feel like you can't breathe. Now, the other situation is there's usually a presence. There's usually some type of... There's this feeling that there's another entity or something that is also trying to come in and grab you so there's a feeling of death that's really horrifying well i mean it wouldn't be the fauci cave of horrors if there wasn't anything paranormal so there's a reason i'm telling you all of this and And you've experienced these things like oh yeah to be and 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 the thing is not only was i getting the sleep paralysis but when me and my mother moved into this apartment building when i was about 10 years old Mm. i noticed that my sleeping got infinitely worse so that's really when i started to experience real paranormal like very odd things it's like i always had these issues but it almost it it grew 20-fold when we moved into this apartment so you think that that house had like a bad effect or a negative energy to, to do with this stuff well interesting because it wasn't like i said before it feels like it's the house and i realized that it wasn't necessarily the actual apartment itself Mm. let me explain so i'm going to take you back to my first a couple of my experiences with this with this uh with just sleeping in my room so I, like I said, we moved in when I was 10. And at first, you know, I think the first few years, it wasn't anything too crazy. Uh, You know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. It seemed pretty normal. But I realized as, as I went on and, you know, as I went through my teenage years, that I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I would hear laughter but it wasn't in my head and it wasn't coming in the it wasn't coming from the room that's what i was going to ask like in the house like you heard it wasn't in the house it almost seemed like there were children playing and after midnight it was like it was children th- it was laughter. 3 o'clock in the morning and you hear children's laughing children playing and it's not like a radio it sounds like there are children There's... outside okay. playing at three o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, which makes absolutely zero sense. But you weren't dreaming. No. And that's interesting because for years, because I suffer from all these like lucid dreams and I suffer from sleep paralysis, Mm. I thought, okay, I'm dreaming this. And for years, I would remember I would wake up and I would just stay up for like five, 10 minutes. I would hear children laughing. In my mind, I was like, this is normal because I feel like I'm in a fever pitch, like almost like I'm in a half dream, half reality state, and I would go back to sleep. Trying to pre- and I just didn't think about it. I, I just thought, you know what, I'm just, 
I'm just, this is just a dream. And I guess because I was caught up in my own teenage life, I never really gave it so much thought. But there was always, always this feeling that there were children laughing outside. And it sounded like it was the middle of the day. But it was actually after midnight. But it was well into 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Almost always 3 o'clock in the morning. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah, and when you, you know, especially when you think of 3 o'clock in the morning, it's it's uh, now the witching hour, and it's, it's it was always very weird. So, throughout the years, throughout the years, I kind of ignored it. But it almost seems like it got to the point as I turned 18 and 19 that now we started to get into my dreams. So before, I would wake up, hear the children laughing, I would get my sleep paralysis, I would get these things, and I would just be like, okay, this is just... I thought it was... I thought, okay, it's kind of weird, but I never... I never... I always just assumed that that was a part of my life because ever since I was a little boy, got I had point where really... You got used to it. I got used to apocalyptic dreams mm. and nightmares. And that was just such a big part of my life that between that and the children laughing, the children laughing, honestly, was almost, it was, it was cakewalk compared to dreams of when I was younger, where I would, I had a recurring dream as a child where my mother was getting rushed into a hospital and everything is in black and white. I used to get this dream when I was like six years old. I've had it at least six or seven times. And then I got it again when yeah, I was a teenager. Those things are weird when you see the same dream over and over again. Like, it's very unexplainable. Yeah. Like, I would get this dream where my mom was getting into, locked into, sent into a hospital, and I tried to get people to stop. And they started taking giant injections full of green fluid and sticking it in her stomach to kill her. And I would, oh, and I got that. Reanimator? It. It really is. It felt that way that you mentioned it's reanimator. Scary, man. Yeah, but like seeing it in a dream. And I would get that. I would get that dream all the time, and it always ended with me coming back home alone and finding my mother dead on her bed. And it happened. Oh God, no. Six or seven times, yeah, and then the I would get these. Nightmare. I would also get dreams of the apocalypse. Usually, some type of invasion. Mm. The people getting shot and killed. Like everyone is dying. So, because I'm so used to that in my life, children laughing was like, well, this is just another nightmare. Even if it's recurring, I'm used to it. No big deal. Now, like, I, so going back to being around 18 or 19, things get a little more intense because now the apocalyptic dreams are returning along with that. So, I remember I would get these dreams of... It would be anything from a lot of a lot of dreams where I would be in the middle of Manhattan. Mm. I would be in front of like the Empire State Building or the Chrysler Building or right in the middle of Midtown. And everything would start to explode and I would be with a group of people and people would just start getting crushed by buildings. And I would watch it happen. And then I would wake up in a sweat and I would look and I would hear the children laughing again. Yeah, weirdly enough, creepily enough, it didn't freak you out. Like, it was just, you're in bed hearing children laughing. Yeah, and it was a situation where finally, at around that time period, I was like, okay, why do I keep hearing children laughing? And why is it coming out from outside? Why is it, it's not in the house, it's outside. So finally, I started to pay attention. 
I remember I was, I think, 19, mm -hmm. and I stood up on my bed, and I started listening. I started in the middle of the night, I think it was about 3.40 in the morning, and I stood up and I was like, listening, children playing, children playing, children playing. I could hear laughter, and it, it didn't sound like a repetition. It sounded like it was actually there, like we were in the middle of the afternoon. And I'm like, what the f is going on? Like, I can't hear anything. I was too scared to open the shutters of the window to check. And this is when it hit me. I'm I, okay. This is starting to become a reality now. Like this is starting to become real. So I'm starting to really think about this laughter I've been hearing for years in my room every night. So finally, you know, I didn't do anything about it. I actually just went back to sleep. And the yeah, next well, day I forgot. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Like imagine opening the drapes and just hearing laughter, but there's no one. And you keep on hearing that. And it's dark in the midnight after like around three o'clock in the morning. Right. So fucking creepy, bro. What happens is I, I went on that way for weeks and I didn't really pay too much attention. I had a really bad insomnia phase around that time where I just could not get myself to sleep. And the voices would still come back. So now I'm thinking, okay, so I'm not all these years I've thought this was dreams. It's not because I'm 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 suffering from insomnia and I'm still hearing this. Mm. At this point, I'm thinking, is it me? Am I going crazy or is there something going on here? I mean, I can't tell if this is reality or if this is just my my mind playing tricks on me. Now, for context, the thing I have the what's uh, on the other side of the window is there's two things there's a backyard that's very tiny on one side of the window on the other side there's a parking lot there's were a parking lot where they put all the cars and then there's my building and then there was two there was there were two houses next to that and the building and the two houses shared the parking lot it was very small it was not a large parking lot by any means you could put five six cars there so the noise was coming from there it was not coming from the other side where there was the backyard. So the laughter noises were coming from the parking lot. They were coming from the parking lot. And it should be mentioned that there were two old houses that were next to the building that we shared. So just a little bit of context. It's not just an apartment. There's these like old rickety houses as well there. That So the time time goes on. I eventually am just, I would wake up, hear the children laughter. Now I'm getting freaked out. And then I would just lay on the side of my bed and just sort of, I remember I would just lay there and wait for sleep to take over. And it would be really scary because now these, these voices in my head are getting worse. And I could almost hear the children's laughter getting heavier and heavier because I'm, you know, I feel like I'm paying attention to it. So now it's becoming a thing. Mm. I can't decide if this is me or if this is the children. If there's something in that parking lot that's laughing in the dead of night that I don't know about. So I'm just like, I'm, I, I don't know how to even think about it. Finally, one night, I wake up and I'm like, do you know what? Tonight's the night. I'm going to open those drapes and I'm going to look outside get up I start walking through the drapes and I'm really scared it's again like late in the night I remember that I 
I'm like grabbing the shutters or the drapes in my in my window and I look out expecting something and I don't see anything at all. Nothing. Nothing. Complete darkness. It's, and and I, I mean, I, I look for a second and then I get so scared because I'm thinking, what if I see a pair of eyes look at me and then I'm going to have a heart attack? So I like I peeked and I, and I closed the drapes. I got terrified. So I went back to bed. But now that I had the curse to do it once, I had the curse to do it again. So mm. I would go, open the drapes, take a look, <gasps> nothing, close them, close them. It got that way for a while. My dreams got worse. I got the reoccurring dream of my mother get, finding my mother dead. I had the re reoccurring dreams of my friends getting stabbed to death. It was getting really dark. Like uh, dreams of, I had one where I was stuck on a volcano and the magma exploded and it killed everyone, including me and all my friends. Jesus. Man. It was just constant nightmares of nothing. Yeah. Uh, now, this is around the summertime. And luckily, I would sleep with the air conditioner on because it was really hot. Mm. So the sound of the air conditioner helped. Yeah. Because it took away the voices of the children laughing. So I thought... I kept on hearing those voices still every wow. night to the point where i got used to it and the thing is because the air conditioner was on i was like at least the air conditioner will stop the noise because i hear the the bzzz, you know just the yeah, air conditioner yeah. hitting me in the face this is where things really freaked me out it was probably 1 40 in the morning mm. my new thing was to put on the air conditioner and then take the television and put a timer for one hour and 30 minutes so it would turn off by itself. Yeah. And that was my way of not paying attention to the to the children's laughter, to not get mm. freaked out and not to think. And by the time like you're sleeping, the thing will turn off. Yeah, okay. And I'm gone. Normal. I'm gone. And then I don't have to worry. At mm. least I'll deal with my nightmares, but I don't have to, or the sleep paralysis in the morning, but I don't have to worry about the, the, the children and stuff. So I remember that that night I had the, the th it was July, had the, had the air conditioner on, the TV is on, I'm passing out. I wake back up about 20 minutes into going to sleep and I'll never forget the middle of the darkness. I could see the flashing of the television and I could see the little numbers on the air conditioner. The numbers, the digital numbers on the air conditioner start, they start glitching. flashing, they start glitching, and the TV does the same. The TV too? The TV went, it started to flicker. And then oh I'm, I'm awake. There's no way that I'm asleep. I know I'm awake. And I sit up, I look, I'm, my room is lit up in the darkness because the TV and the AC, and I see... A black shadow no, of a no. balloon. No, no, no. I don't know why it's a balloon, but it goes up over me. It's a black balloon and it goes up. And as it reaches the ceiling of my room, it explodes into stars and it vanishes. And you were like awake. 
I dude, I'm Ooh, stare. I'm like, like I will, like I can remember. My eyes are wide open, and you can. I, I'm see trying, those and I'm, I'm like, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm not sleeping. This yeah. is, this is not a lucid dream. I can. I'm clearly awake. I'm touching my own body to confirm because this is happening in front of my face. I could see this thing emerge mm. from, almost like it came from my stomach, yeah, and it goes up no, like yeah, this. I I see this dark balloon hit the ceiling and explodes into stars and it vanishes. And I'm sitting there like, there's no way I'm sleeping. There's no way that this is a dream. And I, and I, and I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. And this was actually a couple of days before I had a trip back to Colombia to visit my family. So I'm freaking out because I have a flight and I'm thinking, what if this is a sign from another dimension or something? You know, I'm thinking like, what if this is something? You start overthinking things. Yeah. So I was pretty freaked out after that. I went to sleep uh, finally after several hours of not being able to. And then after all of that it's kind of now i'm full-blown insomnia i think again i couldn't after that night i would just every night i was like nothing works the television doesn't work because i'm getting that the children are laughing that so i'm thinking i'm starting to research a little bit into the neighborhood Mm. and just asking some of my neighbors who are older people like do you know anything that occurred here you know years ago did something happen in this you know on the street did anything happen in this parking lot a lot of the people who live there are not they haven't been there for a long time because i live in a mostly like a lot of, it's a newer neighborhood with people who've only just started moving there so mm. people didn't really know what was happening and i started to really search for older people who've been living there for a long time no one could give me a clear answer and i'm just trying to figure it out i'm just trying to ask around just to find out if like something happened in this parking lot yeah. where these voices are being heard at night Mm -hmm. finally one night if it it it, this is the one that sent me overboard i'm laying in bed it's now been probably several weeks i returned from my trip this is probably like september give or take so it's been probably two months since the occurrences of july i'm laying there the children are laughing I'm like, there they go again. Awesome. But I'm like, okay, just ignore it. Just ignore it. And I got, things got really, really quiet in my brain. They got really like dead silent in my head. And I thought, started focusing on my breathing, started focusing on my breathing. And then almost like it came from the pits of hell. I hear the shriek of a woman like a like it just came like ah like it was perfect how it came jesus and it hit my ears and it was definitely so i'm like it hit me clearly in such a way that it almost came from within but it didn't and it came from outside but it was the clear shriek of a woman's hysterical scream almost like someone was getting killed it sounded agonizing and you heard it in your head or like you were hearing it i as as like 
it it was almost like an in between because it wasn't like the children's laughter which sounded clearly outside like around you this sounded almost like it came from both sides but i didn't make it up it, it came it came on its own mm. i was just trying to focus on my breathing and i don't know if i it couldn't if i made it happen but it was just like i heard this almost like this like this just demonic blood curdling scream of a woman and as i hear it i turn my body and i feel something rub my ribs like i feel some i feel like a push on my ribs and i could almost feel like the tender touch run down my like down like my ribs and touch me and it just chilled me instantly as if someone's sliding there and at that point i jumped i jumped out of my bed I freaked out. I was like, I ran into into the living room and I started freaking the fuck out. I'm like, okay, that's enough. I told my mother about it. She was like, she didn't know anything. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And that night I slept on the sofa and I freaked out. So at this point, I'm freaking out. I'm sleeping on the sofa every day. I can't sleep in my room anymore. And it helped a little bit. But I was, you know, kind of freaking out about it. I couldn't get out of my head. The living room in my in my mother's uh, apartment, mm. it's very close to her room. So I didn't feel completely alone. And I was like, okay, if I hear these voices, at least I'm removed. At least yeah. I could. Yeah. It didn't, you know, I, I don't have this, the, the haunting laughter that just won't go away. Finally got to f- sleep for a couple of nights. And then I finally spoke to an older woman who lived across the street. And she was this older woman who I would, you know, hi, how are you? Good morning. You know, something like that. Or I would go take out the trash and say hi to her. And one day I said to her, I have a question for you. Uh, sorry to bother you, but, you know, the parking lot over here, I, how long have you been living in this neighborhood? She said, oh, I've been living here my whole life. She said she was like in her 70s and she had lived there for probably 40 years. And I said, yeah, like that parking lot you know because i live over here in the in the building the red brick building with the with the white shutters because there was like a white thing Mm. and she's like yeah right by the fire so i was like what fire she's like yeah you know back in the 70s you may not know this but right behind you where that house is and i was like you mean the house next to my apartment she's like yeah there was a fire there I was like, what really? fire? So I was asking her, what fire? She's like, well, over there, 40 years ago or so, there was a big fire. There was a family there, and two children of this family were killed there. No. So I was like, dude, I she immediately, my heart sank to the bottom of my stomach. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I could feel something. Like, I could hear something go. Like, I could hear, like, like just the breath what came out of me. I couldn't fucking think properly. I could just, I was like, there you go. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm freaking out now because it makes sense. And And I was like, you know, I was like freaking out and she's like yeah it was very sad you know it was the you know they there there was a family it was a, f- a family a husband and wife and i think they had three kids another three two of them passed away in that in a so, fire yeah it happened had it had happened 40 years pre- so prior crazy. so 
I mean, at that point, I was just freaking out. And I think when I heard it, I wasn't afraid of it anymore because I knew that these children, there was something in that patch of dirt, that area, maybe because the house was so close because my apartment was here, the house is right there and the parking lot's right there. That's exactly where those the spirits of those kids were still lying they were still stuck in this pattern where they could not leave and you could still maybe hear their cries and their laughter and their and and their playing and for some odd reason i feel like when i heard that news i could feel this relief a little bit because i finally knew that they were just children and maybe that scream maybe it was a sign of the screaming of those children's mother when they lost their kids. I don't know. Maybe it was that. Sometimes I wonder if there was maybe a little bit of communication there or something, but the fact that it all combined and mm. maybe in some way these spirits decided to enter my own dreams of someone who generally has issues with dreams and nightmares and paralysis and maybe. I not being able to wake up and having this his presence constantly there while I'm sleeping. It's almost like they maybe try to reach me while I was lying in my sleep. And I think after that, I felt a lot better. I actually started to, when I heard the children laughing, it, it in a weird way, it soothed me. It was soothing. I was like kind of happy mm. because at least I was like, you know what? I hope these children in their own right dimension wherever if you believe in that maybe those children have found their own form of atonement i would hope or maybe they're on their way to finding the true afterlife maybe perhaps and then i can't help it though because sometimes it's three or something in the morning and i would years later now i'm this is when i'm 24 25 this is years after i would lay there and even though I would welcome the laughter, I would just hear those that little laughter of the children. I would remember just how it made me feel. And I knew that they're still there, you know. Wow, that was crazy, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know what? And the crazy thing is, the best part is uh, my mother still lives there. To this day, it's the same house. You still, when you, oh. <laughs> my mother still lives in the same apartment building, Beautiful. and she lives there alone. But she has never in her life experienced, experienced anything. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, when I tell her about it, she's always like, "Yeah, I know," but she's kind of skeptical, and she she knows that I've always had sleeping problems. But nonetheless, I, I mean, I I don't know. I think. I would like to believe that, you know, if, if if it is true that these children, that these children, that these children contacted me, that, you know, that it's for something good, perhaps just to reach out because they're still looking for their way to a better place. And wherever those children are, despite how horrific it must have been to, 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 perish in a fire i hope that they find yeah that they find their place you know well that was uh, <laughs> that was really 
generous of you, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's something I always wanted to talk about too, dude, because I obviously, I suffer from a lot of sleeping Mm, problems, man. mm. I always have, I to this day get insomnia from time to time and I wake up even living in France sometimes and I know I'm asleep and I can't wake up and I get paralyzed and I feel like something is not allowing me to wake up. So, yeah. I wanted to talk about it. I think dreams and nightmares are fascinating and sometimes perhaps the the veil or the the that place between reality and sleeping. Yeah. It's not as you really which one is real and which one isn't is a mystery. And we'll It's like really know. we always say, you know, there's some things that always has to stay a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, like we said last time, some things just uh, are better left unexplained. This wraps it up, kids. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for joining us. If uh, if you listen really to us really to the story, this. yeah. Yeah, we'll have another one for you next week. As you know, we'll have uh, we'll try to bring you another story. We have so many of creepy stuff yes. happening to us and yes. stuff. So stick around. Yeah, we got a plenty of gets better. Yeah, plenty of these little gems that we have cooked up mm-hmm. because. Between you and me, dude, like, I don't know, we've, I don't know why, we just have a lot of these crazy fucking stories of just things. Yep, and we're sharing this with you, and give us your thoughts, you know, we'd love to hear opinions. Yeah, hopefully you like it, hopefully you enjoy these uh, weird, unexplainable things and stuff. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, thank you for tuning in, enjoy, yeah, keep it creepy. Get your get a good night's sleep tonight. Hopefully, and hopefully you won't get any sleep paralysis mm-hmm. or any uh, laughter of small children. And we'll catch you next Wednesday for another episode of Fousey Cave of Horrors. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another haunting evening. The half, the what was it called? Fast <laughs> 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 Repeat, repeat.